This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 2nd of December. Justin, Elon Musk has warned his SpaceX staff that the company is facing a genuine risk of bankruptcy oh, no. if it can't fix its rocket engines by next year. <laughs> Flux fam, for those of you who don't have a house, unfortunately, the Aussie house prices have risen for the 14th month straight. Oof. But if you have bought a house in the last month, good for you. It's supposedly up around $12,000 already. Delicious, Justin. Three yummy stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Netflix will finally start paying tax on its Australian subscriber revenue because it's converting itself into something called a local entity structure. The tax man and woman is calling their name, B-Man. What is the story? <laughs> so Netflix has around 6 million Australian subscribers. Yep, Aussies have loved the shows like Queen's Gambit, Tiger King, and obviously Squid Game. And Aussie binges are estimated to throw around $1 billion of revenue to the flicks each and every year. That is huge, Brett. But so far, Netflix has been funneling this revenue through a subsidiary company in the Netherlands. And because of that, they've managed to pay a measly $550,000 in tax. <laughs> Tiny. That doesn't sound like Australia's 30% corporate tax rate to me, Brett. <laughs> so what's the go now, Juzzy boy? Well, from January 1st next year, Netflix is going to convert its Aussie streaming business to a local entity. Which means subscription revenue generated in Australia will be recognised and it will also be taxed. And Netflix's Aussie corporate tax bill will likely shoot through the roof. <laughs> so what is the key learning here? Multinational companies operate in the digital space often take advantage of local tax systems by switching up their corporate structures. Ah, the old switcheroo. Money comes in one country, money goes out to another country. So talk me through it, Justin. Any revenue that Netflix receives from Aussie subscribers was previously recognised by its Netherlands-based company. Which is strange because the money is collected by Netflix Australia. So even though Netflix is receiving the revenue for providing services to Aussies, it's actually recognised offshore. And it's not against the law, but it's a bit of a <laughs> Yeah. And it means the Australian economy has been missing out on potentially billions of dollars in tax from big companies. But Netflix's latest move could mean that companies like Google or Amazon or Meta <laughs> will face more pressure to declare local revenue too. For our second story, Seven West Media, the owner of Channel 7, has invested around $10 million in the micro-investing platform Array. This is a bit left field from media company, mm-hmm. Justin. What's the story? All right, so we know Seven West Media, they're one of Australia's biggest media businesses. They own Channel 7 and all of its subsidiaries. As well as newspapers, online publications, the lot. And now, Justin, who have we got on the other side here? Well, we've got Ray's Brett. They're the micro-investing platform where customers can round up their purchases. And also invest that amount into a portfolio of shares. So, Brett, two very different businesses, but it looks like they've come together. Yep, Seven are taking a strategic investment of 6.6% in Ray's mm-hmm. in exchange for a cool $10 million. But, Brett, it's not just cash. That's going to be split between $2 million in cash and $8 million in advertising across Seven's channels. And Justin, it's not the first time we've seen companies use media as equity. So what's the key learning here? Media for equity is a different type of investment model where a company gets media coverage mm-hmm. in exchange for offering shares in the company. As we know, Brett, successful marketing campaigns can be hugely beneficial for companies because they help build awareness about a product. But they usually cost a lot of <laughs> yeah. money. So the media for equity model allows companies to get advertising for their product without actually impacting their cash flow. And it works for media companies because they often have TV spots that haven't been filmed. Mm -hmm. But Brett, it's not the first time we've seen this lately. No, no, my friend. We saw Australian bookie PointsBet sign a five-year partnership with US-based media company NBC Universal. And with Channel 7 having the largest share of eyeballs in Australia, we can expect to see rays splashed across our screens shortly. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, the UK's antitrust watchdog has come down hard on Facebook 
aka Meta, requiring them to sell their well-known GIF platform, Giphy. The GIFs for this headline alone, Justin, they <laughs> must be everywhere right now. What's the story? All right, so Meta, formerly known as Facebook, own plenty of different companies. Well, we've got Instagram. We've got WhatsApp. Oculus VR to control the metaverse, of course. And we've got Giphy, the app that you wish your parents never found out about. And there's plenty more as well here. But Brett, Giphy's the one that's in contention right now. Even though regulators initially approved Meta's acquisition of Giphy, mm-hmm. they're now backtracking. And why is that? They reckon Meta is controlling competitors' access to Giphy's GIFs. And this is creating a pretty challenging <laughs> digital advertising market. So now, Justin, the watchdog is ordering Meta to sell Giphy ASAP to an approved buyer. So what is the key learning here? When it comes to getting rid of competition, Meta has developed a simple buy or crush mentality. Mm, Meta has managed to maintain market dominance in the social network industry with this method. Identifying rivals early in their growth stages and try to acquire them. Ahem, that would be Insta. Ahem, that would be WhatsApp. And if that don't work, just flat out copy and squash. Ahem, that would be Stories <laughs> copying Snapchat. And um, yeah, that would be TikTok with Reels too. And Brett, the aim is to crush them before they can mature into competitive threats. But the regulators are finally catching on and they ain't happy about it. Yeah. While Facebook hasn't yet been told to break up all of its businesses, this latest move in the UK, Brett, is an example of how regulators are finally getting some teeth. And sinking them into meta. Yeah. Flux family, if you want to sign up to the number one business news newsletter in Australia, you've got to check out the Flux Daily Newsletter. Head to flux.finance slash newsletter to check it out three minutes every day to get on top of the news. And the link is uh, also in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.